morning and welcome to Shouts of Grace. This morning we are continuing our study through the book of Psalms. And we come to Psalm chapter 86 through 90. Psalm chapter 86 through 90 in your daily reading. Hope that you've been keeping up here in your daily reading. Five chapters a day uh, through the book of Psalms. That, that, that'll that get us through in a month. And uh, we're over halfway there. I mean... There's only 150 chapters in Psalms, and when you get done with this, you will have read 150 chapters of the Bible in a month. That That is pretty cool. That is pretty cool to go and to look at it that way and to see that. But today, we are specifically going to be jumping into and looking at Psalm chapter 89. Psalm chapter 89, and it's a long one, so bear with me while I read all 52 verses of Psalm chapter 89. It seems like whenever we have a long chapter of Scripture in the Psalms reading, I've been picking the long chapter of Scripture uh, for us to go and to look at. It makes me a little bit nervous coming up on Psalm 119, won't lie, uh, but we've got a few days at least to uh, to get that figured out. But And there's so much good stuff in Psalm 119, too, so I'm excited for that. But... Um, before we read this, because I just want to make sure that I'm remembering to say this, um, go ahead and subscribe and check this out at uh, shoutsofgrace.substack.com. See, I, I even like kind of forgot what it was there for a minute, so I got to keep saying it until I learn it at the very least. Uh, but but it is one of those things where it is helpful uh, if you subscribe, although um, right now, really, my goal with this podcast is... Uh, to basically just be faithful and putting the Word of God out. That's really the one goal um, at the moment. And so um, if you want the the most, I don't know, how would you put it, contacts for that, subscribe there because it sends out a daily email. So you get a notification that way. I don't know, maybe you get a notification on your on the normal podcast as well. Uh, but anyway, let's get into Psalm chapter 89. It says this, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever with my mouth. I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall establish in the very heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn to my servant David, your seed I will establish forever and build up your throne to all generations. Selah. In the heavens will praise your wonders, O Lord, your faithfulness also in the assembly of the saints. For who in the heavens can be compared to the Lord? Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened to the Lord? God is greatly to be feared in the, uh, in the assembly of the saints and to be held in reverence by all those around him. O Lord, God of hosts, who is mighty like you? O Lord, your faithfulness also surrounds you. You rule the raging of the sea when its waves rise. You still them. You have broken Rahab in pieces as one who is slain. You have scattered your enemies with, the might, with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours. The earth also is yours. The world in all its fullness, you have formed them. In the north and the south, you have created them. 
Tabor and Hermon rejoice in your name. You have a mighty arm. Strong is your hand, and high is your right hand. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Mercy and truth go before your face. Blessed are the people who know the joyful sound. They walk, O Lord, in the light of your countenance. In your name they rejoice all day long, and in your righteousness they are exalted. For you are the glory of their strength. And in your favor, our horn is exalted, for, your, for our shield belongs to the Lord, and our King to the Holy One Israel. Then you spoke in a vision to your Holy One, and you said, I have given help to one who is mighty. I have exalted the one chosen from the people. I have found my servant David with my holy oil. I have anointed him, with whom my hand shall be established. Also my arm shall strengthen him. The enemy shall not outwit him, nor shall the, son, shall the sons of wickedness afflict him. I will beat down his foes before his face and plague those who hate him. But my faithfulness and mercy, my mercy shall be with him. And in my name his horn shall be exalted. Also, I will set his hand over the sea and his right hand over the rivers. He shall cry to me, You are my Father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. Also, I will make him my firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. My mercy I will keep for him forever, and my covenant shall stand firm with him. His seed also will make to endure forever, and his throne as the days of heaven. If his sons forsake my law and do not walk in my judgments, if they break my statutes and do not keep my commandments, then I will punish their transgression with the rod and their iniquity with stripes. Nevertheless, my loving kindness will not utterly take from him, nor allow my faithfulness to fail. My covenant I will not break, nor alter the word that has gone out of my lips. Once I have sworn by my holiness, I will not lie to David. His seed shall endure forever, and his throne as the sun before me. It shall be established for ever like the moon, even like the faithfulness, faithful witness in the sky, Selah. But you have cast off and abhorred. You have been furious with your anointed. You have renounced the covenant of your servant. You have profaned his crown by casting it to the ground. You have broken down all its edges. You have brought his strongholds to ruin. All who pass by the way plunder him. He is a reproach to his neighbor. You have exalted the right hand of his adversaries. You have made all of his enemies rejoice. You have also turned back the edge of the sword and have not sustained him in battle. You have made his glory cease and have cast his throne down to the ground. The days of his youth you have shortened, and you have covered with shame, Selah. How long, O Lord, will you hide yourself forever? Will your wrath burn like fire? Remember how short my time is. For what futility have you created, all the children of men? What man can live and not see death? Can he deliver his life from the power of the grave? Selah. Lord, 
where are your former loving kindnesses, which you swore to David in your truth? Remember, Lord, the reproach of your servants, how I bear in my bosom the reproach of all the many people with which your enemies have reproached, O Lord, with which they have reproached the footsteps of your anointed. Blessed be the Lord forevermore. Amen and amen. Now, this is an interesting psalm. There's quite a bit here, and of course, there's uh, quite this prophetic aspect of going and talking about the Davidic covenant and, and, the, and just this concept of, of who David is and how God has promised him these things. And of course, it, it goes and it's, it's in a little bit of a tough time here at the very end, but then the psalmist goes and he ends by going and saying, you know, blessed be the name of the Lord, amen and amen, understanding this concept that God does hold his promises and he will keep his promises, and it is just temporary right there where they're waiting to see the fulfillment of the promises of God. But the other thing that really sticks out to me about this, this psalm is really the beginning of this psalm, where it goes and it says, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever with my mouth. I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. The first verse. Now, now this, this verse, it reminds, first of all, it sticks out to me because there, there's actually a really lot, to, uh, quite a bit to look at in this verse, but also there's that song that I grew up singing in Sunday school, uh, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. And it's not just that I grew up singing it in Sunday school, but I remember specifically when my little sister was just a little kid and she was learning in Sunday school, that was her favorite song as a little kid. She would want to sing that one all the time, you know. You, you had you had a lot of fun like Sunday school songs growing up, you know, whether it was um, little by little, inch by inch, or, you know, when I was growing up, it was, it's bubbling, it's bubbling, it's bubbling in my soul. They're singing and laughing since Jesus made me whole. Folks don't understand it, nor can I keep it quiet. It's bubbling, 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 bubbling day and night, you know, uh, that kind of a thing. There's, you know, I love broccoli. There's, um, you know, even just the only a boy named David, uh, I may never march in the infantry. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. You know, all those songs, but if you ever asked my sister when she was little what she wanted to sing, she would always say, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. And I, I, I've always thought about that. You know, that, that was one of the songs where I didn't mind singing as a kid growing up, but, but it wasn't one of the fun ones. You know, I wanted to go and to sing Lord's Army, or uh, I wanted to go and to sing Only a Boy Named David, or Daniel in the Lion's Den. Uh, you know, or or even, you know, Zacchaeus was a wee little man, you know, th things like that. that. Those were the kind of Sunday school songs that, that I wanted to sing. And, and I mean, I didn't mind I Will Sing of the Mercies of the Lord Forever, but, it, you know, it wasn't my favorite growing up as a kid. But I can say that as I've gotten older, it is a song in a verse that you you hold nearer and dearer to your heart. And anytime I think of that song and anytime I read this verse, I immediately start thinking of my little sister. But let's look at this verse. It says, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. You, you know, the mercies of God, the, the idea of mercy is God holding back what we deserve. And of course, as sinners, we deserve hell. That's what we deserve. You know, do you, do you think about what God holds back in your life from what you do deserve? 
all of the terrible things that, that you might deserve in your life because you, you have wronged God. Do you think about that? That God is holding back bad things in your life? Isn't that awesome? That he holds those back. But then do you sing about that? Is that the, a, a song that is in your heart? That God holds back what I do deserve to give me something that I don't deserve. He, he holds back all of, of these things that I do deserve that, that are just terrible in order to go and to give me great blessings in my life. Isn't that a good God that we serve? Isn't that a God that, that loves and cares for you? But then it goes and it says, with my mouth will I make known your faithfulness. With my mouth will I make known your faithfulness. Do you seek to make the faithfulness of God known in your life? You know, first of all, do you realize that God is faithful in your life and he is faithful in your life? And this is an incredible verse to set up the rest of the chapter, especially as you get to the end of the chapter, realizing that there's some struggles going on after going and recalling the promises that God gave to David. And now they're going and saying, well, wait a minute here. Wait a minute. Uh, uh, things don't seem to be going exactly as as what was planned or what was promised. What's going on, God? Don't you remember your promise? And of course, at the end, then it ends with, blessed be the name of the Lord, amen and amen. We do remember the promise of God. And what does amen mean? It means let it be. So to say it twice, that that is like an exclamation point. That is an emphasis in Hebrew, of going and saying, uh, like putting that exclamation part there, and so going and saying amen, what is it saying? It's saying, I'm in agreement with God, and I'm trusting God in this matter. That's incredible. Do you hold God's promises that way, that he is faithful, and you can say amen and amen in your life? Even when you don't see the promises, can you still say amen and amen? That means you've grasped the faithfulness of God if you can, if you can say it and say it truthfully with your heart. And do you make God's faithfulness known to those around you even when you're in the midst of a trial, even when you're in the midst of difficulty, even when you're just simply trusting God to come through? People might say, why do you still have hope in God when you're going through a deep, dark trial? And you can look at them as a Christian. You can say it's because of the faithfulness of God. And that makes it so that you're declaring or making known the faithfulness of God. But it says specifically with my mouth. You know, we need to be intentional with our words and I think this is something that is really important. We need to be intentional with the messages that we are giving out, and not just in the sense of going and stopping negative ones, though that's very important. I think a lot of times we think about that, you know, I need to stop lying. I need to stop gossiping. I need to stop complaining. We might think of those things with the negative ones, but do we think of the positive ones there? 
that we need to be making known with our mouth, and we need to be going and telling other the test others the testimonies of God. What has God done in your life? Where has God brought you? Where were you once? What trial were you in before that God has brought you out of? You need to be telling others the testimonies of God. But then it says to all generations, and I love this. I really love this because this is so important. God designs life to be a generational enterprise. It's not just that you are to go and to declare it to your generation, declare to the generation before you, but it is specifically that you are to be passing down the generation to the next generation, the faithfulness of God and the mercies of God. Tell them about what you have gone through. But more importantly, tell them what God has brought you through, what God has done in your life. Don't let your children go through life not knowing what God has done in your life, because those testimonies will be things that will build their faith, and it will build them up in such a way where they will sing and remember the faithfulness in the mercies of God, in the midst of trials, in the midst of difficult times in their life. So today, I just want to remind you to sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. Make known with your mouth His faithfulness, and make sure to do it to all generations. Well, thank you for listening today, and remember Joshua 1, 8, 9, as we depart. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you, wherever you go. And while we trust in Jesus, sometimes He leads us, waiting for His hand to move. But even in darkness, we hold to the promise There's nothing we can't overcome